Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This podcast is sponsored by I Want What You Want Hashem, which is a new clothing brand to inspire and promote spiritual and overall growth. The topic of the day is going to be prayers in times of adversity. So what does that mean, first of all? It means to pray when you're going through a really, really difficult time. What makes a person strong and what makes him resilient is the ability to come back when he's down whether it's mentally down, physically tired, um, going through a hard financial situation, a health situation, whatever it may be, you need to just put everything down and pray. Put everything down and pray. That is the most powerful thing. If it's a girl, you know, whip out a tehillim and start to pray. Talk to Hashem in your own words. If you're a guy, go to Minyan, get your butt to shul. Get up early in the morning and go to pray. It's the, it's the most powerful time. It's a time of clarity. It's a time of, of, of sanity before the whole crazy day starts. Get to shul and pray. It's the most important thing and the most powerful thing. Sometimes we can have such a tough um blocked heart almost and opening up that heart and praying to Hashem is is life-changing it, it's it opens doors it creates miracles it truly 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 does we don't know what we do when we open up our hearts and pray sometimes our hearts have been blocked for months and for years and Hashem for all we know is putting us through a hard time just so we could pray to him and as much as I speak to the people listening to the podcast, I speak to myself because we all need this message. We all need more prayer. We all need more spirituality. And we all need to overcome ourselves. The one, I say this all the time, the one person that's blocking you from growing is yourself. And what makes a person great and successful is to not have any single obstacle in this way. To say that no matter what it is, I'm going to overcome it. Hashem does not give me a test that I cannot handle. Any, any type of problem that's standing in front of me in success, any type of blockage, I'm going to break through it. Nothing will stop me from getting to where I need to go. To each person in his own way, to each person with his own dreams and aspirations and wills. But you get what I'm saying. Whatever you want to do, go for it. And if you're going for it and you're not seeing success, go the extra mile. Make an extra phone call. Make an extra email. Go above and beyond what you're expected to. Truly, truly go above and beyond because you never know. Sometimes when you really push above what is expected of you, you create a new reality. You create a new almost um, portal like because they didn't expect for you to do this up in Shemaim, but you did it anyways. So it's like you created a new responsibility for yourself. And what that will show you and prove to you is that you're capable of so much. A human being is capable of doing so many things. There's so much time in a day and there's so much time that we waste, which is a massive, massive shame. If we really did calculations and understood how much time we truly waste, it would be a massive, massive blow to the ego. And you would see, wow, how much time am I really wasting? And... Back to prayer, I just want to focus, I wanted to say this. Praying for someone else, especially in a time of adversity, is so, so important. It's so powerful. You don't know what it does to really pray for someone else. Think about what someone else needs. Think about that you're not the only person in the world. Not only will it make you less, less self-centered and less the world is about me, 
you're going to truly see that you're such a small pin drop in this massive universe and we could sometimes think that the whole world is about us and we only see things from our point of view but there's a whole world out there and other people's perspective and other people's views and opinions and feelings and egos and and and, and statuses and everything there's so much going on and but the the, the main uh, pinpoint here by praying for someone else you're going to see that a lot is going on and it's not just about you and also, it takes you out of the equation for a minute. You kind of play God in a way. Pray for other people to get what they want. And it's also a big, big segula to get what you want. Because Hashem says, if you pray for someone else, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look out for you. Because Hashem works measure for measure. Midah keneged midah. Whatever you do is how they're going to treat you. And that's why it's so important to pray for other people and to do things for other people. Because it's only helping you at the end of the day. You're not losing from doing things for other people. You may not always see an instant result, but you have to believe that. You have to believe that. And I know sometimes people go through adversity and they go through difficult times, and the majority of us do. I think life is majority difficulties and, and hard times and hardships. But what has to be constantly drilled into your head is that anything is possible, I can do anything, and what's happening to me is for the good. Nothing is bad, everything is good, everything is better than good, everything is amazing. And just be happy, life life is beautiful, life is amazing. There's, there's, there's so many amazing things about life. You know, when was the last time you just walked in the street without the phone and just enjoyed the cold breeze right now? It, it's it's beautiful. I know in Brooklyn especially, for those listeners, it's hectic and there's like so much noise and even probably you're hearing honking in this podcast because I'm in my car right now. You probably also hear the window opening and closing, but... You know, I'm happy. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not. Uh, and you could tell I'm happy because my voice, my voice, uh, it pitched high. Usually when my voice pitches high, it's like the real emotion coming out from the heart because I'm a very expressive person. But I'm happy. You know, I really am happy. I'm not, like I said, I'm not where I want to be and I'm not there yet, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's a process. Like the Torah says, You have to come and plant the seed every day. You don't get the tree right away. It takes years sometimes. I hope it doesn't take years. No one does. People want it overnight. But there's so much that you learn in the process that when you get there, you're going to understand why it had to be that way. Sometimes Hashem takes away money from you to teach you a lesson. Sometimes Hashem gives you money to teach you a lesson. Things can be responsibilities. They could be, they could be shewers in themselves. Like everything that's happening around you is for the good. But the more that you choose to actively, proactively do good, the more, the better your life will be. Because Hashem has to, Hashem loves you and He wants a connection with you and He wants the best for you one way or another. The question is, how much do you want that connection yourself? Hashem can send you not the most fortunate, uh, not, not the, you could say, not the nicest kinds of wake-up calls, or you could go and, and you'll have other ways of feeling Him in your life. And no, it's not saying that in the way of do this or get punished. No, it means that you, at the end of the day, tachlis, you have, you have a mission to fulfill. You have what to do. And you can't ignore that. You can't just live in this, you know, not true, this dream almost, this illusion of like, oh, I can just, just keep, I, I can just not work on myself and I'll be fine. No, of course not. If you want to live the best possible life, you have to work on yourself and you have to go through hardships. And this is just the reality of things. Nothing good comes easy. 
And everyone listening to this podcast, communally, what we all want is to be successful and to achieve something and to become a somebody. But if you want to become a somebody, then you have to do what that somebody had did before his, uh, you know, like, you know, like you see sometimes what's shown on social media is just the highlights of someone's life. We don't see the, the, the dark days and the moments of adversity and I wanted to give up and I didn't give up and I prayed and everything changed for me. You don't see that. You just see them at the angle. You just see them at the angle. And it's the biggest mistake. Because the, because the majority of getting to that angle is, is difficulty and times of unknowing and not knowing. But the one thing that makes the process enjoyable is having a connection with God. The one thing that keeps you sane, no matter what happens to you in your life, is having a connection with God. Think about it. Being connected to your Creator, being connected to the being that, the, not the being, rather the force, the power, the God that created you. <laughs> this this Creator only wants the best for you, and the Creator wants you to have the, uh, the Creator wants you to want the best for yourself too. There's nothing you can lose from being spiritual. The only mistake in the universe is is the the wrong decision, the wrong bechira that we as humankind made. God created the world perfect, but we make it imperfect by the actions that we do. And I'm going to say that again. God created the world a beautiful place. You have beautiful trees, you have beautiful scenery, and the world is just like, it's majestic, it's insane. Sometimes you just, you see like such a beautiful view and you're like, wow. Like, this is, this is insane. And we're beautiful too. Every human being is beautiful in his own way, his or her own way. We all have our own knowledge and our own intellect and our own looks and our own uh, strengths and weaknesses, but we're all beautiful. It's just that when we, when we decide to make the wrong decision, unfortunately today it's rampant. The whole world is making the wrong decision and that's what, make the, that's what makes the world feel like an uglier place. But the more that you do good and see good in things is the, is the more beautiful that the world becomes. You can have someone look at a glass filled with water and this is the famous like, analogy, is the glass half empty or is it half full? And I think, I think they once asked Rabbi Victor Miller, is the glass half empty or half full? And he gave an answer, I forgot. He said, not only is it half, is it half full, but there's, there's room to put in more water. So, you know, it was like above and beyond. You can correct me. Uh, see the beautiful New York honking. You can correct me on that if I'm wrong, by the way. Maybe the Hashem made the truck hon truck honks. Maybe I made a mistake with that analogy, but that's, that's the way it is. You as an individual need to make a decision. What kind of life you want to live? How do you want to take things? How do you want to react to things? And, and what kind of effort do you want to put into things? What's your perspective on life? Do you want to be a negative person or a positive person? It's on you. There's no one to blame. You're in control of your feelings and you're in control of how you decide to think. Because how you decide to think and, and how you decide to feel will change your reality. It can take you one place or a second place. It's in your hands. And if you want miracles, pray for things. Or acknowledge that there's a miracle going on every single second in your body. But if you want like that above and beyond miracle to win, to win the lottery, pray for it. It's possible. But we could really acknowledge that every single second is a miracle happening. The fact that your limbs are moving and that you're breathing and that you can see and that you can hear and you can smell and, and you can taste. It's all, it's all a miracle. The problem is we got used to it. 
to the to a, to a commoner, a miracle is uh, driving a nice car. <laughs> it's it's God giving you a big hunk of, of metal to drive around. And I get it, you know, it, it, a nice car and a nice house. It, it's it's a lot, a lot of blessing. Don't think that it's 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 uh, you know, it's a lot of blessing and responsibility that comes with these things because these things are not only toys and materialism. No, these things can change who you are. That's why they're not given out so easily. Driving a nice car for the for the wrong person could give him a massive ego, can make him start doing sins. It's not for everyone. It's a way to enjoy life, but it depends on the mind of the person driving the car, not the actual car itself. Because the car is always going to be a car. It's not going to change. What changes is the driver. And maybe God would be more inclined to give you this car if you worked on yourself. For a minute, if you stop wasting seed and stop wanting things for the wrong reasons, maybe you'll get it. Maybe you'll be able to handle it. Vice versa, for a woman, we all have our things to work on. I don't like specifically talking about what women have to work on because it's a very sensitive topic. But, you know, women, you know, you're at the end of the day, you're a, you're a daughter of a, of a king and you're a princess in your own way. And it's something to be worked on when it comes to covering up. I know especially in some communities, like women like to dress classy and things and, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. But God made rules and his version of modesty is not our version of modesty, and that's the problem. We have to be willing to put our own ideas and logic down and say that, you know, this probably is better if, if the creator of the world wanted it, if wants it. And then you could say, oh, the Torah is thousands of years old. Many rabbis have been asked if a woman could dress classy and wear a, a suit jacket or something nice, like a real estate type of outfit. It's not allowed, fortunately. I'm sorry. <laughs> but being something about being modest is just really beautiful, especially for men. Like we, we find modesty very attractive. Yes, you know, a girl not dressed modest, she might catch your eye, and a woman could also say, "Well, you shouldn't look at him in the first place," which is true. She also doesn't need to dress that way in the first place. But like I was saying, it might catch your eye, a woman not dressed modestly. But what's really valued and appreciated is someone that covers up. You know, because every girl is beautiful, according to me. I'm sorry. No such thing as an ugly girl or someone who's not pretty. Every woman is beautiful because every woman was created half and she's only meant to be beautiful for one other man. So you're all beautiful. That's number one. Question is, who do you want attention from? You want attention from half the planet, which unfortunately the majority of girls do, or you want attention from one guy? So you pick. That's going to be your reality. I was by a singles event last night and a lot of people... Um, they recognized me and some girls were at, like they were in their 30s and they were asking me why am I single why am I single and one of the first things I asked them was do you have social media and they said yeah and I said can I see it and the answer was right there your, half of your pictures are immodest and you're looking for attention from the wrong people and then you're asking why am I single and there's a reason why you're single it's because this is what you're doing <laughs> and I don't even know how this topic got into women and modesty maybe I'll put that in the title but you know you can't you can't expect to get if if what you're putting out doesn't align yes in your heart you know you're different yeah but put it out that you're different don't just keep it in there we, we know that you're different you know we, we know that there's a different piece in everybody but the question is how many amongst us actually act different and that's what separates you from the rest of the people not that it's a competition but that's what it is
And the same goes for men. A lot of guys ask me too, why am I single? I think men are, are have different issues. We have wasting seed issues and we have issues with like self-esteem and not believing in ourselves and competition from alpha males and people that are already profound and established in their careers. But as a man, you shouldn't care. You know, you shouldn't care because what your life is your life and that's what makes you you. You can't look at Andrew Tate online or people that are already like whatever, big and famous and, and say, oh, I want to be like them. No, why do you want to be like them, bro? Be like you because you is what makes you special. You is what makes you amazing in your own way and the same goes for you you also have a girl out there that's waiting to get married to you and that's 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 that's, that's your shtick and i'm not married but i believe in that so much to the point where I, I i give advice to singles and i feel like i married myself i believe so much in the, like the right girls and they come for me at the right time i never spend time thinking about what's going to happen or what might not happen or what can go wrong i don't think about these things it's a waste of time what's the point of thinking about oh what's going to happen like if i meant to I really want to be rich, you know. I'm sure everyone wants to become rich, but me specifically, I'm. I really, really want to become wealthy and uh, make a lot of money, you know. But what if I'm just not meant to? Like, like honestly speaking, like some people are just not meant to be rich, and you just kind of have to just accept the reality that not everyone want, is meant to be rich. I, I pray for it, and I, I work my butt off, and I try really hard to do it, and that's from that's honestly speaking. But some people aren't meant for things. Sometimes it's not working out for you in a certain relationship because it's not meant for you to work out. Sometimes you're not getting this job because it's not good for you. Hashem is only going to give you what's good for you. And that's why the whole idea behind the clothing brand that I'm doing, I want what you want Hashem, is that a person can make his will like Hashem's will. So Hashem knows what's good for you. Hashem created you this way. You want to complain, then uh, go mail a letter to shamayim.org. I can't help you with that. Maybe I could help you figure out their P.O. box. <laughs> you know, you could, pray, you could pay for express shipping to get the letter there faster. But at the end of the day, this is what it is. This is what it is. You are who you are. You can't change it. Sometimes you can really pray for something that you're not meant to have and you'll get it. But it doesn't mean that it's necessarily good for you. It doesn't always mean that it's necessarily good for you. You just have to decide. Do you want what you want for yourself? Or do you want what Hashem wants for yourself? And going back to praying in times of adversity, you can pray for strength. You can pray for for courage. You can pray for these things. But, but, don't, but don't complain when you get tested. Meaning, don't pray for strength and then say, Oh, I'm having a hard time. God, I can't do it. Don't pray for courage and have an opportunity to maybe speak publicly somewhere and not take that chance. Don't pray for wisdom if you're going to get your wisdom and use it the wrong way. No. Whatever you're praying for, pray that you use it the right way and the proper way. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense to me. Probably makes a lot of sense to you too. I hope that I'm opening your head up. That's my intention. But yeah, I think this was a very powerful short little shtick. Pray for things when you're down. Believe that you'll get out of it. Overcome your negative thoughts. Don't care about what anyone else has to think because your connection when you're neshama is directly connected to Hashem. Only opinion you should care about is God's. Women, don't stop seeking attention from the wrong types of men. The right one will come.
Men, same thing goes to you. Women and men, stop doing things that you know you need to stop doing. You're all very smart in your own ways, meaning you're all very smart and you all have unique talents. But majority of what I'm saying, you know. Majority of what I'm saying, you know. Just start living that way. Stop complaining that your life isn't going right when you're when you're making the wrong when you're making bad decisions all day. Start making good decisions and your life will start to go right. It's very simple. One plus one is two, but one minus one is zero. So it's your choice. You wanna go up or you wanna go down. Just don't complain when you when you end up somewhere and you're like, How did I get here? No, take control of your over your life. Take control over your life and and in a way remove control from the outcome. Because that's not in your hands. Everything that's happening for you is good and it's amazing and you'll be fine. Thank you for listening. And I want to give a blessing to everyone that you should overcome yourself. Pray in times of adversity and not go to anything else to numb or ease the pain. And Bezrat Hashem, we should all succeed and find success. And who's not married, you should get married. And who's having a hard time, you should overcome this hard time. We should all get panasah, we should all get blessings, we should all get rich Torah knowledge and become better versions of ourselves one step at a time. And remember, stick to what you believed in in the beginning and you'll get there at the end. Do not get lost in the process. Trust the process and trust your creator and you'll succeed.